Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey, it's Mark K from the Mark K Show. You hear me every day from 10 a.m. to noon on News 104.5 WOKV. First of all, thanks for listening to the Mark K Show podcast. Second, if you haven't yet, be sure to subscribe to the Burrish Daily Discussion podcast and Jacksonville's morning news interviews. And don't forget to head to iTunes and Google Play and leave a review. Thanks for listening. I've got to get Mark K more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. We're entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. Two full hours of the Mark K Show starts right now. the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Sorry, I was just running in here getting cameras set up, getting microphones set up. I was trying it. I know what everyone thought. Everyone thought, uh-oh, he abandoned the chair. Uh, but that's not the, that's not what happened. We, uh, <laughs> yesterday, man, I'll tell you what, what a crazy yesterday was. We have, first of all, every time this happens, whatever we do, whatever you want Wednesday, which is, well, every Wednesday, uh, every now and then what happens is we get some kind of crazy news the day before, and everyone's like, I thought it was whatever you want Wednesday, and it is whatever you want Wednesday, but we do have to, I mean, we would be remiss if we didn't discuss what happened with the Democrats in the House of Representatives yesterday when they were trying to uh, pass this resolution against Donald Trump. And and it was an interesting conversation that uh, the other Josh was telling me about, which is weird because usually doesn't have a lot of interesting conversations. But he and Adam Kirk were talking about it earlier. And uh, and you asked Adam what basically what happens now that they pass this resolution um, condemning Donald Trump's tweets? Is that yeah. what that was yeah, your I question? Said, can you just sum, like summarize what this actually means? Correct. And what did Adam Kirk tell you, Josh? He said. Long story short, it basically means they agreed that he was bad or he, he, did, he did a bad thing. He's a bad guy. That's all yeah. it was. They all, all the Congress people got together yesterday. They wasted several hours to decide that Donald Trump was a bad guy. And there's no repercussions. There's not going to jail. He doesn't lose anything. It's just business as usual now um, at the White House. So how did that make you feel when you heard all that? I was confused, but because I was right all along, because when I got the push on my phone, it said they condemn Trump for his racist tweets. Right. And I was wondering what politically condemns means. Does it mean, does he put something like a condemn room or (laughs) is there any (laughs) physical thing that happens now? Literally nothing happens. Literally nothing happens. I I asked if there was a next step that they have to get to and they had to take this step to get there. Is it like a super no-no that's next or maybe a wag of the finger? I got you. Like, they're like, I'm warning you. Yeah. And if you do it again, you're going to your room, you, that you, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you like it goes on your permanent record or something. No, yeah. it's uh, And it, we discussed this a little bit yesterday. It's basically, again, they are just so upset that they cannot impeach this guy, that they cannot get rid of him for any reason, that, uh, that they're trying to do whatever they can do. And all they can do is get together and vote to condemn him. Although that almost didn't happen. Because if you didn't watch this thing, and it was a long process, but the highlights are incredible. 
And I guess it was around like one or two o'clock. I sat down finally at my computer and I, I started watching what was going on. And as, as the whole day unfolded, it was just, it was a remarkable, uh, it was a remarkable implosion of a political party that a lot of people thought was on the rise. And this is, this is what happens when you have the, when you have emotion set in, um, to governing. And when you have the Democrats, all of these women, these four women who we d- discussed at length yesterday, who were offended or who were upset or who uh, automatically assumed Donald Trump was tweeting about them, who would, you know, they said Donald Trump was a racist when they when they perpetuated this myth, when they perpetuated this storyline. This was the culmination. It was going to end in something like what we saw yesterday with the Democratic uh, Party, Democrat Party, as we know it, basically imploding and now splitting down the center. And you're going to see they can't even they can't even conduct themselves with uh, a modicum of 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 respect in the chamber that they control. It's not like they're in the Senate and they're doing crazy stuff. This is their chamber. The Democrats can't even pass this resolution without a the Speaker of the House um, getting called out for a breaking parliamentary procedure. B a long break while they the parliamentarian actually says okay yes she did break parliamentary procedure and. Then you've got the chairman coming up, and instead of reading what the parliamentarian found out or decided, he just basically he throws down the gavel and walks out. I abandoned the chair. That literally happened. Literally, everyone, Jamie Dupree immediately was, was like, I've been in, I've, Jamie Dupree tweeted out or wrote in his blog, I've literally been in Congress for 182 years, and this is the first time I've ever seen this happen. From the time I was a clerk till now, every day, I've seen fist fights. I've seen this. I've seen people lock the chamber door. I've never seen the chairperson uh, just throw down their gavel and abandon the chair. I abandoned the chair. This is what's happening with the Democrat Party. This is what's happening. They are in control of this house. This is their place of business. This is what they won. And they still can't even get anything done. And when they do something, as Josh just pointed out with his conversation with Adam Kirk, it's nothing that actually means anything at all. And that's where we've come. And now what's going to happen moving forward is as these debates start, uh, as we start lining up for the second round of Democrat debates and as as we move away from this ridiculous storyline and into probably what will be an even more ridiculous storyline in the near future, we're going to see uh, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg, who, by the way, is raking in all the dough. If you wanted to know which Democrats getting all the money, it's Pete Buttigieg. He made like $25 million in the past uh, in the past month or so. A fun fact, Pete Buttigieg, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, and I believe it was Bernie Sanders are the top four money makers in the past month. Cumul- uh, cumulatively, if you add all four of them together, th- those four in one month made exactly what Donald Trump made uh, in a month as well. So that's kind of. That's kind of an interesting tidbit. But Pete Buttigieg, he's on the rise. He's on the he's got a a storehouse full of cash and he's ready to spend it. But what's going to happen is now we're going to go into these debates and they're going to be talking about this. They're going to be talking about these racist tweets and they're going to have to divide themselves. They're going to have to divide themselves once again on the question of impeachment. Should Donald Trump be impeached? And you're going to see a bigger, a bigger crater, a crevice, a crack right down the middle. And you're going to see the Democrats that are socialist on one side. And you're going to see the Democrats that are more moderate and old school on the right. And when you when you when you break it all down 
It's going to be Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren standing on one side and Joe Biden and Pete Buttigieg on the other. And Kamala Harris, I don't know, float around. Just She'll be in the middle just basically insulting everybody. And that's what's going to happen in this next debate. There's a crack in the Democrat Party. And depending on who gets the nomination, if it's Bernie or uh, Elizabeth Warren, it's the Democratic Socialist Party. If it's Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden, then it's the then it's the old school moderate Democrat Party. But either way, it's going to break. There's going to be a split. And these two factions are so strong and so stubborn and so ridiculous and so well-funded that I don't think they're going to be able to come together. And we saw it happen in 2016. We saw it happen in 2016 with Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders. When Hillary Clinton stole the election for Bernie Sanders, the millions of Bernie Sanders supporters, the burners, the burnheads, the the you know the the lost generation, whatever they were, those people were so upset and so offended and wanted nothing to do with Hillary Clinton. They hated. They didn't want. That was not their candidate. Bernie was their candidate, and she stole the election from him. And because of that. They refused to vote for her, and she lost a ton of support across the nation. I Mark my words, if it's Joe Biden, I believe there's going to be a huge amount of socialists who will not be able to vote for him. There's going to be a huge socialistic uh, uprising, and they are going to be – these are the people, by the way, that throw the, that throw the punches in Chicago at the rallies. These are the people that hurl the, uh, the, uh, the Molotov cocktails. These are the people that smash open the Starbucks windows at the, um, at the uh, inauguration in D.C. Those people, the people that wear the masks and run around and throw pies at Ann Coulter – and throw water on Tommy Lahren. Those folks, they're going to rise up and they will refuse once again to support a candidate like Joe Biden because he's old school. He's moderate. He doesn't want to take the pledge that everybody should get everything for free. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to be everybody's folksy old buddy. He wants to be the Joe Biden from 20, 30 years ago. He just wants to go to Washington, become president, sniff some hair, and live happily ever after. And half of his party is not going to let him get away with that. 855-765-1045. Okay, it is whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about today, we will talk about. Give us a buzz. 855-765-1045. Or you can leave us an open mic message. This is the Mark K Show on News 104.5 WOKV. Every single member of this institution, Democratic and Republican, should join us in condemning the president's racist tweets. Yeah, that's something you can't say uh, when you're in the House of uh, Representatives and you're standing on the floor. You can't say that the president's racist or his remarks are racist because everyone's going to start going, what? To do anything less would be a shocking rejection of our values and a shameful abdication of our oath of office to protect the American people. And then that's when Doug Collins gets all uh, gets all into it. I urge the gen- a unanimous the vote and you. yield back the balance of my... I was just going to give the General Speaker of the House if she would like to rephrase that comment. I have cleared my remarks as a parliamentarian before I read them. Yeah, but apparently <laughs> the parliamentarian wasn't really clear on what you can and cannot say either because eventually uh, they came forward and they had to say, look, Pelosi, you can't talk anymore. They did, however, vote on the um, on the uh, on the issue. And Donald Trump was uh, was condemned for his comments and for his tweets. Now, again, doesn't really mean anything, but it was really exciting, especially when uh, when Representative Cleaver, who uh, Emmanuel Cleaver is from Missouri, just got up and left. He was so 
upset. He was so ex- he was so excited and and I guess just you know uh, beside himself with fury that the, the two sides were bickering and arguing that he just he just abandoned the chair. I abandoned the chair. Which I'm going to be honest with you is just. Uh, the whole thing is, first of all, ridiculous that it even happened. But now the 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 circus-like atmosphere. I mean, it reminds me of the fried chicken incident during the uh, during the uh, you know when uh, what's his name didn't uh, when uh, William Barr refused to come and testify because he didn't want to be interviewed by attorneys and he said, look, I've already testified. This I'm not under any kind of um, you know prosecutorial uh, you know in, in, in what do you call it? like uh, interrogation. If you guys can't ask the questions, I'm not going to show up. So they showed up with a bucket of fried chicken instead and made a mockery of it that's what they're doing now nancy pelosi knows that she's doing she's breaking the rules the parliamentarian knows everyone knows that she's breaking the rules and she's doing it because she knows it's going to get her i think she may have been a little jealous I'm going to be honest with you. I think Nancy Pelosi did this on purpose because she was jealous of all the airtime and all the screen time and all the people saying, look at these four young women, these four young congresswomen of the apocalypse. Look at them swooping in and stealing Nancy Pelosi's thunder. They're the ones that are driving the party. They're the ones that are shaping the party. I think Nancy Pelosi got mad. She's like, oh, the hell, I'm the I'm the matriarch of the House of Representatives. I'm the matriarch of the Democrat Party, not these four little whippersnappers. And and they're not going to steal my limelight. They're not going to steal my thunder. Not at all. I'm the one that's going to dictate where we go and what we do. And I'm going to be back in the spotlight. So she gets up there and she reads these remarks, which she knows are against the rules. And now what's happening? Everybody's talking about Nancy Pelosi again. It's all the game is attention. Whoever has the most attention on them wins. And Donald Trump has the most attention on him by far, bar none. So he wins. Uh, you've got these four congresswomen, Cortez and Omar and uh, the other two whose names uh, are I forget. And uh, you've got them getting all the attention over the weekend because of Donald Trump's tweets. Well, Pelosi realizes she's losing. She's losing, so she's got to do something to get attention back on her because she's the one who's third in line for the presidency. And so she goes on uh, on the floor and she starts saying Donald Trump's a racist, which she knows she can't do. So Doug Collins has to cut her off, which, by the way, Doug Collins, I know he's a smart guy. and I know he's intelligent, but he just sounds like such a goober. <laughs> he could be saying the most. He could be like uh, reciting, I don't know, Einstein uh, algorithms like e equals MC square. I mean, he could be the smartest man in the world, but the accent, it just it makes me giggle. Mike from Hollister. How you doing, Michael? I'm good. How are you, Mark? Hey, good, man. What do you want to say, sir? I just want to say Joe Biden will never be president. In this country, you cannot feel your way to the top. You got to feel your way. I've got a Mark K t-shirt, and I love it. Thank you much. Oh, you are so – I have one, too. That's so fun. I'm, in fact, I'm wearing it, right? I have a bunch. I have, like, a box full. So, Michael, I'm so glad that you're enjoying your Mark K show t-shirt. And uh, and I hope that it doesn't, you know, get you any odd looks when you're out and about or I hope nobody throws anything on you uh, or at you while you're wearing it right now. I think so far so good. A lot of people still don't understand what it means. But, you know, if this show gets any more popular, uh, it's also going to get your it's going to get in. You may not want to just save those for like when you're mowing the lawn or uh, or working in the garage. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five. 1045. So now that this whole thing is over, now that Donald Trump has been condemned for his tweets uh, in the House of Representatives, which a lot of people have pointed out, man, they moved quick on that. They don't move this fast on anything. Hey, it looks like Trump did it again. He got them moving over there. Uh, he got them to uh, get together on something and uh, vote on something. You know what he should do? Donald Trump should say something racist about building the wall. 
Because if Donald Trump said something racist about building the wall, then they would get in there and they would vote on building the wall the same day. And it would be I mean, it would be hands down. It would be a it would be a, a slam dunk. Um, unless, of course, somebody got up and, you know, abandoned the chair again. Abandoned the chair. Yeah. 855-765-1045 is our number or star star 1045. In just a minute, we'll tell you how you can win Rolling Stones tickets this Friday. And it's whatever you want Wednesday. Whatever you want to talk about, that's what we're going to talk about today and today only. Stay tuned. More of the Mark K Show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. And that's what this is. I'll dare anybody to look at any of the footage and see if there was any unfairness. But unfairness is not enough because we want to just fight. I abandoned the chair. Yeah, that's a, the guy's ridiculous. I don't even. I'll be honest with you. I know very little about this Cleaver guy, but now I hate him. I abandoned the chair. Because if you're an elected official, your job, your lit- your literal job, I mean, your literal job is to go and represent the people of your district, blah, blah, blah. But if you break it all down into, like, you know, uh, layman's terms, your job is to go and fight for the people that elected you to office. Your job is to fight. And if you if you go to Congress and you are like, all we do is fight, I'm out of here, you should not be in Congress. If you abandon the chair because you have to listen to people argue, I'm sorry, that's what the gov- that's how the government was formed. It's why there's a two party system. It's why each state has a representative, because some representatives from California think the most important thing that the Congress should be doing is is making proclamations, uh, basically saying the president's a horrible person and his tweets are racist. But some other representatives from Georgia may be like, I'm sorry, this is not what this body's for. And you are breaking the rules and someone needs to point that out and this chairperson from missouri needs to sit there and listen to people fight because that's their job that's how america was built that's how america is continued to be built and that's how america becomes great it's not a bunch of people agreeing with each other nothing great ever happened by people agreeing with each other great things happen when people argue and say you're wrong no you're wrong no you're an idiot and nothing happens when you just say stop fighting and i abandon the chair 855-765-1045. This is Matt in St. Augustine. Hi, Matt. How are you? Good, thank you. How are you today? Great. What do you want to say, Matt? Well, you know, I think uh, the folks in the House miss a real opportunity since uh, Pelosi was able to use the word racist. Nobody reminded uh, the House that just a mere three or four days earlier, she, she was accused of being a racist. The exact accusations for Trump by the exact same people she's trying to defend now. But that seems to be falling on deaf ears. Nobody seems to be raising that question that just four days ago she was under the spotlight for being racist as well. Democrats, but you, you understand Democrats by definition cannot be racist. No, no, I get that. But yeah. Republicans miss an opportunity to bring that to light. And whether it's a tongue-in-a-cheek way or just bring it to light, but... <laughs> Hey, Nancy, guess what? Tell us what the definition is, because obviously you're one, too, because you were accused of that four days ago. No, that's a great point. That's a great point. Hey, thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. We should get, next time we have Herman Cain on, and we should probably get him on again uh, with all this with all this talk. Hey, uh, other Josh, get Herman Cain on. Um, what we should do is because he tells some great stories about being accused of being a racist. 
I like the, you know, this is, it's, it's, that's the kind of world that you live in when a Democrat looks at a black man and just because he's Republican says you're a racist. That's Herman Cain's entire life. 855-765-1045. Janelle from Hastings. Hi, Janelle. How are you? Hey, hi. First time caller. Oh, yay. Yay. Um, I love the show, by the way. Well, thank you, Janelle. Thank I appreciate that. So do anybody in Congress get anything done? I mean, the president has. But it seems like all they do is bicker back and forth. Yeah. If it isn't within the Democrats, it's against each other. I know you're supposed to argue and, and vote on things, but I don't seem to think they do anything besides fight. Well, you know, it, it's true. It seems like I'm just I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm just shocked that they were able to get as many people into that chamber yesterday as as they as they did. But it, the way that the whole thing was um, the way that the whole thing was executed was, first of all, hilariously entertaining. Uh, second of all, historic. And third, a huge waste of time. It was an entire day. And, and when you look at how many days they actually are in session, it was a waste of a day when they could have been voting on so many other more important things. But they had to vote not only on whether or not Donald Trump's tweets were racist and condemn him of that, which, again, as we pointed out, does nothing for anything. And then after that, they also had to vote on whether or not Nancy Pelosi's comments were uh, breaking parliamentary procedure, which they were. But that took and then after that, and we don't even have audio of this because it was just, I mean, it was just so ridiculous. What happened was after the, Doug Collins said, I remove, I uh, vote to uh, strike the, the remarks from the record because they broke parliamentary procedure. They had to figure that out. Then they had to vote on that. And then everybody said yay or nay, but then they had to go through and count the yays or nays. There were 15 minute breaks. It was the whole thing was nuts. The whole thing was nuts, and I agree with you. It was a huge waste of time. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045 is the number. We've got uh, Neil on the west side. Hi, Neil. How are you? Hey, good morning. How you doing? Hey, great, man. What did you want to say, Neil? Um, I'm going to switch gears. Um, I wanted to just find out. I watch on the news that this First Coast Expressway is now charging tolls. Right. And they say, well, if you have Sun Pass, you get a discount. But you know what? They don't tell you how much the tolls are. If you, there's a toll thing at every between every single exit, if you ride the whole express, are you getting tolled five times and you're paying, you know, three dollars, or you could just pay once if you know for at least one toll for the whole thing? Like how does how does this whole thing work? Nobody's giving you any specific details. Now, do you have the Sun Pass, or are you are you just doing? Cause I have Sun Pass from South Florida. I've had it for yeah. 10 years already. Yeah, that's the thing. And what do you do? You just load it up, and then the, you know they tell you, uh, you get a little text message saying, hey, it's low, we need 25 more bucks, or something like that, right? It automatic, no, it just automatically charges my credit card when I go, uh, when I'm within $10 or something like that. So, okay. But, but what I want to know is, if I have to go from I-10 to Middleburg, I'm going to go through, I think, five different toll booths and it said like sixty cents. Is that like three dollars well, every time I drive it? The or way, no, the way I ride through the whole thing, it just charges you one time. I mean, I feel like it's based on because I think they just they track your plate and all that. So it's based on where you get on and where you get off. So the quicker you get off, the less you pay. So uh, you're, and you're, if you're if you ride you the know whole for thing. Sure. No, I don't know anything like for sure. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> could, could you find out? Yeah, uh, Dave and Mandarin, find out how they charge you for the tolls. Uh, we'll get Dave and Mandarin. He's back, by the way, from his vacation, which we appreciate. So Dave's going to get you all the information on the tolls, and we will uh, and we'll figure that out for you when you get charged and how much you get charged. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Fred, who's also on the road. How you doing, Fred? I'm doing great. I'm oh, doing great. Mark. Oh, good. What you want to say? Well. 
first off, I uh, wanted to say I called you about the trucker hat and the uh, waffle hat situation before, so this is my second time. But my comment was, how come if we have freedom of speech, the president isn't allowed to say what he needs to say? Oh, I mean, (laughs) freedom of speech, if you're a Democrat, also works only one way. Uh, you can say whatever you want about the president. You can call him the, you know, an MRFer. You can do whatever you want. You can say we're going to impeach him. You can call him a criminal. You can say he colluded with Russia. You can say he's a misogynist or a a xenophobe or whatever you want. You can, you, if you are on the left, freedom of speech, have at it. Anything and everything. You, if you're Madonna, you can even say you want to blow up the White House and really nothing's going to happen to you. But if you're a Republican, you can't even suggest that somebody who doesn't like this country should leave because that makes you a racist. And yes, they can they can condemn his remarks as president. But I mean, even if you I mean, freedom of speech, it's a freedom. We all have it. And at the end of the day, they can't stop the president from saying whatever he wants. All they can do is make a mockery out of the situation and use their office and the tools that have been granted to them by their offices to waste a lot of time and try to draw more attention to it. And that's exactly what they're doing. Uh, Joy, I don't think it's working. I don't think it's working. Yeah, at Joy, all. Joy, Joy's working. Oh, no, I know you're working, Joy. Sorry. Uh, Joy from St. Augustine, how are you? I'm doing fine. Um, I just would like you to repeat what Nancy Pelosi said just real quick. Yeah, uh, here it is. Every single member of this institution, Democratic and Republican, should join us in condemning the president's racist tweets. Okay. Okay, besides the racist tweets, how about everybody coming together and condemn her for her nasty place that she lives with filth, feces, and needles on it, and then AOC, she might as well just shut, set up a bar and start making Long Island iced teas, having to deal with all the bull crap everybody's having to listen to, and the guy just throwing down his gavel and leaving, he just needs to pull up his big boy pants and go back to work where he was elected to. I'm going to be honest with you, that to me, uh, him, him abandoning the chair. Abandoned the chair. That, to me, is the most disgraceful thing in this entire, more so than Donald Trump's tweets, more so than anything that these these uh, four women who, uh, you know, who've been claiming that Donald Trump has been, uh, you know, uh, creating this negative atmosphere around them, more so than even what Nancy Pelosi said. I think the most disgraceful thing is a represented member of Congress abandoning their chairmanship, throwing down the gavel and walking out of Congress when clearly there's stuff that needs to be done. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of your phone calls. It's whatever you want Wednesday. And it continues next on News 104.5 WOKV. This same House of Representatives can't get together to make a vote on something that actually would make a difference to we, the people. I don't know who that guy is, but I love his voice. It's one of those, like, you can tell he's about to explode every single time he opens his mouth. And uh, and it's fantastic. We're getting a lot of open mics about that today. It is whatever you want Wednesday. And again, I know, I know that the big news is, again, Congress. And the big news is Nancy Pelosi and these racist tweets, supposedly, and the condemnation of the president, which actually does nothing whatsoever to anybody. It doesn't affect anybody. The president, you, me, anybody. Uh, and I know that a lot of people are talking about Representative Cleaver dropping his gavel and abandoning the chair. Abandoned the chair. Which, by the way, that's how I'm ending the show every single day from now on. I'm just going to like, uh, what do I have here? Do I have a, here, I'm just going to be like, uh, all right, it's the Mark K Show. See you later. I abandoned the chair. But you, but you stand. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah, you're right. So you just abandoned the space. 
Uh, that doesn't work as well. Also, uh-huh. I think I just broke the remote control. Don't tell Rich. Yeah, we'll, we'll, I'm sure. Even I'm Josh. Quit. He'll, he'll be thrilled by that. 855-765-1045 uh, is our number. This is Mark from Jacksonville. Hey, Mark, how are you? Hey, called yesterday. Oh, yeah, I remember, Mark. You're 13, right? Yeah. Yeah, we spoke yesterday about the House of Representatives. What's going on, Mark? What did you want to say today? Just curious, um... You know, with I mean, it's a very similar question, but with all these people trying to um like impeach him, and then like um and then and then they, and then whatever they tried, there's just nothing to do, no evidence, no nothing. Yeah. Does that make a big difference um for Donald Trump, like that people will see that like there, there's nothing wrong with him, and then there, and then come the election 2020, they're gonna like vote for him because they see that like. Yeah, and no. Thank him, teach him, and yeah. they have no way to do it. Mark, you know what? It's it's really interesting that you should bring that up, and that's a great point that we should also. You're very smart for a 13 year old. You're actually very smart for like a 30 year old. Uh, but yeah, basically what happens is every time the Democrats try to do something like this and they fail miserably, or people realize that they're not actually doing anything, it. It helps the president. I personally believe that. And it does what we call solidifies the base, which is how you win elections. You win elections with your base. You solidify your base. You amp them up. You get them excited. They show up at the polls for you. They bring a couple of moderates and independents. And whoever solidifies their base more is going to win the election. And the problem that Hillary Clinton had was she didn't solidify her base. She abandoned her base. She ignored her base. Uh, You know, she didn't do much for her sopranos or her tenors either. So that was a music joke. Uh, and Bernie Sanders had a very strong, solid, amped up and excited base. His problem was he had Hillary Clinton stealing all of his uh, all of his um, uh, primary votes with her superdelegates. So he couldn't even get his foot. You know, he couldn't even get to the, the place where his base could vote for him. And in the end, they ended up presenting Hillary Clinton and not voting for anyone, uh, which was a great reason why Donald Trump won. I think it's going to happen again. Jim from the north side. Hey, Jim, how are you? Hey, Mark. Um, I haven't heard you mention it yet, but Trump's having a rally tonight in North Carolina. Yeah. And um, I'm hoping that he'll call out those four gutless Republicans that voted with the Democrats. And by the way, do you happen to know their names? Because I haven't heard it yet. Uh, Yeah, I do have that information. It is here we go. Here are the four Republicans. CNN printed it because, you know, they're all about it. Will Hurd from Texas. Susan Brooks from Indiana. Brian Fitzpatrick from Pennsylvania. Fred Upton from Michigan. Those were the four Republicans who voted uh, to condemn Donald Trump's tweets. They voted with the Democrats. Um, so there you go. I grant, look, you're going to hear their names. You're going to hear their names a lot. And these are all states that Donald Trump, look, Texas is a huge state for Donald Trump. Indiana, huge state with Mike Pence as the vice president. Pennsylvania and Michigan, Donald Trump carried both of those. So I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know if they're never Trumpers. I don't know what their deal is, but uh, they, they may be one of the last times they actually get to vote in Congress. Uh, we'll see here in 2020. But a great point. A great point. Donald Trump does have a rally tonight in North Carolina, and I guarantee I guarantee he's going to bring this up. I guarantee he's going to call them out by name. I guarantee he's going to talk about, uh, you know, Nancy Pelosi. I guarantee he's going to talk about, you know, he's going to he's going to like quadruple down. Now, that's the other thing. If this is something that is going to keep him in the press and keep the Democrats doing ridiculous stuff like they've been doing, then I don't think he's going to let it go at all. 855-765-1045. Uh, is our number. This is Peggy in Jacksonville. Hi, Peggy. How are you? I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? Oh, doing great, Peggy. What did you want to say today? 
I know that, you know, y'all are talking a lot about the, uh, the Donald Trump, our, our president, you know, being racist and all of that. But I want to change the subject a minute. Okay. I, our president can only get in, what, two terms? That is correct, yes. Well, he needs to be in there for life. Because there's so much garbage that needs to be fixed. Because nobody else is willing to do it but him. And when I say this, it's the welfare. I am so sick of people being on welfare. Welfare people, they talk to their employers like you're nothing because they have nothing to lose. They go in there. They order their little steak and lobster dinners. They don't have to work. All right, hang on for me one second, Peggy. We have to take a quick break. Uh, but I don't think, I'm going to be honest with you, Donald Trump can do a lot of things. I don't think he can get president for life. I don't think that's good. I mean, maybe. Maybe that's on his, maybe that's one of his agenda items. I know he's toyed with the idea a couple of times. Uh, star Star 1045 is the number. Star Star 1045. More of your phone calls. Whatever you want Wednesday continues next on News 104.5 WOKV. I've got to get Mark K. more time on the air. Be careful what you wish for, Jacksonville. You just might get it. We want us some Mark K. Where entertaining meets informative. You make it easier to go to work knowing I get to listen to you for two hours a day. Local stories, local issues. Just call it like it is. You are standing solid on truth. I love your show, brother. This is the Mark K. Show on News 104.5 WOKV. By the way, everyone's doing this old person face challenge thing. Although some people just are posting photos of themselves and they look old because they are. Uh, but uh, so Hannah sent me one of me and I went ahead and posted it on my Instagram. If you want to see what I look like old, I'm going to be honest with you. I look pretty good as an old guy. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. I'm happy with the way I turn out. First of all, I look very different because I don't have hair now and they didn't add hair as I got older. But uh, I, you know, if I age this well, I will be uh, I will be totally OK with that. Hey, speaking of aging well, too, the Rolling Stones are coming to town. Uh, they're going to be here Friday and we've got a pair of tickets. We're going to be giving those away Friday and we're going to bring back one of our favorite things we ever did. I don't even remember when we did um, uh, Bob Dylan. I always want to say Neil Young for some reason. Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan came to town and we used our open mic feature and we did it to uh, basically create a karaoke contest. People would pick their favorite Bob Dylan song. They would sing it on the open mics. We would play them on the air. And then we voted as to who we thought was the best. And they got the tickets to see Bob Dylan. We're going to do that again on Friday. And what we need you to do is pick your favorite song. You know, it could be this one. Make sure it's a Rolling Stones song, though. I should it should be a Rolling Stones song. And make sure that you pick a, a Rolling Stones song, prepare really well, sing it into our open mic feature on our mobile app, which is free to download, News 104.5 WOKV on the App Store uh, or the Google Play Store, and then send it in. But, fun fact, also include your name and phone number. Now, we're not going to play that part on the air, hopefully. Knock on wood. <laughs> we're going to do our best to not play your name and phone number on the air, but uh, that, that way we can get in touch with you if and when. When you win the tickets, that all happens Friday. So we're giving you a couple days heads up, giving you a couple days heads up and you can uh, and you can get ready for that. So that should be that should be really exciting. This concert, man, everybody's so stoked about it. Everybody, um, everybody's going to be just going crazy over the stones this weekend, except for me and my wife, because I didn't get us tickets. And I'm sure I'll hear about that for the rest of my life. 855-765-1045. John and uh, Flagler, how are you, John? I'm good, yourself? Oh, doing great. Thanks so much for asking. Uh, what do you want to say today on Whatever You Want Wednesday? 
Well, two things. First, you know you're making a positive impact when you have 13-year-olds listening to your show. That's awesome. <laughs> I, try. I want more 13-year-olds to listen to the show because I really feel like I relate to them better than most people. <laughs> well, well, okay, that and you're you know, uh, forming in the, the next generation, which I love. But oh, yeah, yeah, well, that's boy, right. my, my wife sent me a link saying that they now have a 2020 challenger for AOC, and she's a Republican immigrant from Jamaica, 38-year-old businesswoman, African-American, and uh, from Jamaica, so I'm excited about that. Dude, so, you don't even, I mean, uh, I don't even know if people know about AOC, and I want to, I almost want to take a trip to New York and go to the Bronx and do a show live from there and just talk to, like, the people and see if, what they really think of her. I know a couple of YouTubers have done that in their business, some things, but I want to go, because I have certain questions for the people in her district, and I want to know why they voted for her, how they think about what she's doing, if they're going to vote for her again. I would love to meet any kind of challenger and fully support them, because her poll numbers in her district are a People, people in New oh, yeah. York. I mean, I think she's polling at nine percent approval or something like that. It's it's ridiculous. I think she was higher. The the other one was nine percent. But you know, uh, what's interesting is the. Le- I don't know. I could be wrong. Yeah, no. Well, that's what Dave and Mandarin will send us the poll numbers for AOC in just a minute. So, uh, Dave, but, uh, uh, it's interesting. She, she's quoted for saying that there's a crisis in Queens. It's called AOC. She's more focused on herself and on their people, you know, so it's just, you know, I'm going watch. She's one to watch. Yeah, no, it's going to be, a, it's it, what a rude awakening for any of these four. And thank you so much for calling. What a rude awakening for any of the, these four people that uh, Donald Trump has been tweeting about. And in fact, we got to really, let me play this open mic. Introducing message. the new power buying process for Quicken Loans. We are- I got to uh, disable my ad blocker. Um, <laughs> or I guess able it. Um, we got a, we, we, we got an interesting open mic I want to play here quickly that basically some it up pretty well. Trump drew those four women out. They were in the background. Not too many people knew about them, but they're out now. Everybody knows Trump is a genius. Don't play with this guy. Of course he called them out and he put them in the open and this could be, I mean, this could have adverse effects on their careers. It's great for them now. It's great for them now because they're getting the Twitter followers and they're going to get the book deals and they're going to get all this stuff and they're all, you know, they're in the in the limelight. They're going to, AOC is already a millionaire because of what's happened in the last six months and they'll continue. They'll have a nice, comfortable lifestyle. They can go off and work for CNN or MSNBC or whatever, but in two years or a year and a half now, really 477 days, when we have an election, it'll be really interesting to see what happens, as this gentleman just pointed out, in their home districts. What happens when what happens when somebody like AOC or somebody like Ilan Omar or any of these others go back and they have to answer to the people for the mockery that they've made of our political system? When they have to answer for their 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 comments, you know, we're going to impeach this MRFer or, you know, some people did some things on 9-11 and now we want to violate the, the civil rights of all uh, Islamic uh, is uh, Islamic people around the world. These are things that that the voters, they may not realize it. They may think they had a mandate to go in there and impeach Trump and bring socialism uh, to the United States of America. But they have to answer every two years. And that's worse than being a senator. In six years, people forget stuff. You know, in six years, in two years, people are still going to remember. And I guarantee Donald Trump is going to keep these four in the limelight, in the spotlight. He's going to keep them talking and they're going to continue to say really reprehensible things um, right up until Election Day. And you're right. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if all four of these freshman congresswomen make it back for the uh, for the next for the next Congress. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is the number. Denny in Kingsland. What's up, Denny? How are you? 
Hey, pretty good. Um, I think there's a lot of people that are kind of confused about what freedom of speech means. Mm. You know, like the founding fathers, and you know, when they were, you know, putting stuff together, they came from places where there was like kings and stuff. Yeah. And what they did is they made this rule for the government saying that, that say like somebody could like you or me could say, I don't agree with what you're doing. And I don't like how you're doing it or whatever. And they couldn't put you in jail or something like a kid could or what. Right. And, you know, a lot of people seem to think that it just means you could say anything to anybody. Like I could, if I came up to you and said, Mark, uh, your mother wears army boots. You know, you could turn around and stick your finger in your eye and it's my fault for doing it. You know, it doesn't mean that someone could just say anything or that they've got the freedom to say whatever they want. It means that they can say something to the government without getting repercussions. Um, yes, that it, look, and the freedoms, when you look at the First Amendment, they all, I mean, they go hand in hand. Freedom of speech, freedom of the press, freedom of religion, freedom to peaceably assemble. Yeah. It's all basically the same thing. You can say and believe and do whatever you want. Now, there are freedoms on both sides. So if you said to me, your mother wears army boots, I'm then free to sue you for defamation of character or whatever else or yada, yada, yada. Um, except yeah. she does wear army boots, so I would have no case. <laughs> I would have no case. Army boots and nothing else. Yeah, you know what? Never mind. You don't we, we, that's TMI. Um, so anyway, what's going to happen is uh, the freedom of speech works both ways. So if these people want to say we're going to impeach this mother father or Donald Trump is a racist or Donald Trump is a xenophobe, Donald Trump has as much of a right to go on Twitter or go in front of a microphone or just scream from the White House lawn. If you don't like America... You are free to leave. Get out. Go back to you wherever you came from. Fix that country and come back. That, too, falls under freedom of speech. And that's the tricky thing about freedom of speech. People re don't realize that every American has it, not just the Democrats, but the Republicans. And so if you want to say the only thing is, and a lot of people you know, are realizing this for the first time, Republicans have never used their freedom of speech. Or if they did accidentally, they would go back and apologize for it. If a Republican said something that a Democrat found offensive, they would they wouldn't say, hey, freedom of speech, you know, uh, go screw yourself. They would say, hey, I apologize that I used my freedom of speech and it offended you. I clearly didn't mean that. Donald Trump doesn't do that. Donald Trump uses his freedom of speech effectively and he never backs down and he never apologizes. And the Democrats are just ticked off because that was their That's their M.O. forever. That's what they've done. Forever. And now Donald Trump's figured out that it works both ways. 855-765-1045. We had to take a quick break. We got some people that actually want to talk about something else, which is amazing. Um, we have whatever you want Wednesday. Jim's got questions about the half cent sales tax. Ooh, where's our Area 51 guy, though, by the way? I went online and I signed up for that just so we could talk about it. Anyway, we'll get into that here in just a minute. If you want to get through on the phones or if you want to leave us an open mic message, do it right now. Because whatever you want Wednesday continues next on News 104.5 WOKV. No problems. Apparently, this was this was a big deal. We had a guy call Monday and Tuesday, and he was like, I got to talk about it. We're storming Area 51. We're all like one point. What is it? Like one point seven million people went on a Facebook group event and they said we're I guess the consensus was, hey, if a million people storm Area 51 at one time, I mean, what are, what can people possibly do? There's nothing they can do. 
And the Air Force uh, realized this, and they, and they said, oh, yes, we can. And they went, no, you can't stop a million people. And the Air Force is like, yeah, don't try it. We we have things in place. We will stop you. Um, but this is the, when is this even planned for? Is it, what's the date on it, uh, the other job? Uh, I believe it's September 20th. September 20th. All right. 20 September 20th. I think Hannah said it was 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. 3 a.m. to Pacific 6 Pacific time. Are you going? Is that why you know all this? Oh, Hannah's all like, I may go. I, have you committed on the Facebook page? Have you gone and actually? Hannah's been studying. She's studying. Oh, yeah. she's, she's up in the air. She needs to see if she has any PTO. She now knows four different alien languages, but <laughs> just in case she contacts one. Why is this all of a sudden a thing? Is there something about Area 51 that is coming up in the news? Is it, an, is it a special anniversary? Are people just looking to get uh, you know, with notoriety because of an Internet stunt? Oh, she's pulling on the mic. Finally, thank God. <laughs> I can't Hannah's hear you. Not. You have to turn it on. There you go. Aliens. What? Okay, you can turn it off now. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> we know. Okay. 855-765-1045. This is Bob from Palm Coast. Hey, Bob, how are you? Thanks for calling the Marquee Show. Hey, Mark. Great, great to hear you. Um, I've got a couple questions just real quick. Mm. Um, <clears throat> the first one is, uh, when you were his child, um, they said he, he had paid off a bunch of American politicians to keep his his organization running. Oh yeah, and and it, it, then as soon as he said that, everything went blank on the trial, and we never heard anything. Mm. And you know, it's like that all just disappeared. I was wondering if you know there was any information on that. Which politicians was he paying off, and how did they turn pull the plug on the live feed? That's an interesting question. I, you know what, I hadn't heard that either, but uh, yeah, that, that would seem like the next likely thing to do would be to investigate those politicians. What was your other question? Uh, the other thing was uh, was a comparison. Um, the Democrats, they, you know, they sought to abate a breath with the Bob Mueller investigation, waiting for information. And it seems like the shoe's on the other foot now with the Republicans because now we're waiting for Bill Barr's investigations. We're, we're waiting for the indictments now. And it's, you know, so I was wondering if there was anything. What's happening with that? Yeah, I don't, you do, I'll be honest with you, Bob. It sounded like you were talking with a pillow over your phone. So I only caught a little bit about that. But the Bob Mueller investigation or the Bob Mueller uh, testimony, if that's what you're asking about, is next week, next Wednesday. And we will carry the whole thing live. Rebecca in Orange Park. How are you, Rebecca? Yeah, I mean, well, there's a we're getting we're getting a lot of those complaints in the complaint department today. Yeah, they always are on break, and then when they do show up to work, they never do anything. All they want to do is complain about Trump. Yeah, they. You know what? They'd make great radio hosts. <laughs> or they should all just be news people. Maybe that's what they're training for. Hey, thanks so much for the call. We really appreciate it. Uh, Dan from the Bronx. How are you, Dan? How you doing, Mark? Just, you- uh, I'm I'm actually from Mander, and I'm heading back to Jacksonville. Okay. At this moment, I'm on the Cross Bronx Expressway. Oh, sweet. Four, it takes one hour to go four miles. I'm not even at the George Washington Bridge yet. But you were talking about doing a show from the Bronx. Man, bring some garbage bags and some... some uh, paint remover because there's nothing but garbage and graffiti on every wall in this place i thought the, the i thought the bronx so aren't they going through a renaissance aren't they building all sorts of new like high-rise buildings and things in the bronx yeah there's still plenty of crappy places oh okay I'm, look, I'm looking at them right now <laughs> okay all right so anyway all right are you from aoc's district in the bronx 
No, no, I've, I'm, uh, I've been in Jacksonville for 27 years. Oh, right. He's a, Long Island. Yeah, yeah. So. Okay, all right. We'll do that. Well, I mean, look, we can plan trips. We can, uh, as soon as I get paid for my trip to Orlando, maybe we'll use that money and plan a trip up to the Bronx, and we can talk to some people um, about about uh, what's going on in that area. I was in the Bronx a couple of years ago. It was very, it looked like, you know, and it, and it was only one street, um, and it looked like they were doing a lot of cool things. However, this is a woman, again, who voted against, or didn't even vote, but basically lobbied against Amazon.com coming to her state a state that she supposedly represents, lobbied openly against, what was it, like 10,000 new jobs in a huge Amazon factory or, or a warehouse where uh, a, um, a, what do you call it, facility with the headquarters coming to me. And, and Jeff Bezos was like, I ain't having it. I ain't, I'm not putting up with these headaches. I'm bringing you a, a 10,000 person workforce. Those are taxpayers. Those are people who are going to eat here and live here and sleep here and breathe here and, and, and spend money here. And if you don't want it, no problem. There's 49 other places where we can go. 855-765-1045. Again, another quick break. Traffic, weather, news, all that. And we will, we will be right back with more of your phone calls. So whatever you want Wednesday on News 104.5 WOKV. Susie from Man uh, from Middleburg. Good morning, Susie. How are you? What do you want to say? It's Trump Day. Thank you. <laughs> She's been waiting a very long time uh, to share that. Star Star 1045, if you want to get through, or 855 765 1045 is our number. Uh, this is Fletch from Jacksonville. Fletch, hey, how are you? Hey, Mark, good morning. I am uh, that Area 51 thing. I think I know how that got started. Oh, yeah. yeah. How, did the, how did the whole uh, Area 51 uh, mass crowd of people just storming the, uh, storming the castle, how did that come about? I ran across it again on Netflix with that Bob Lazar special. That oh, was yeah. On, and I accidentally watched that, and then he was on Joe Rogan last month. And and then there was this uh, Pentagon guy that left the investigation unit for UFOs. It was called something else. Yeah. And he got this show on History Channel that I just couldn't turn off. So I watched that, too. And I think that that's what's got the new interest. In, uh, in Area 51 and all that. But right. I'm not going to be able to get time off work to storm the gates. No, yeah, I don't think I will, I don't think I will either. Uh, I don't think we're going to let Hannah go either, but don't tell her that yet. 855-765-1045. Donna from Baldwin. How are you, Donna? Hey, I'm good. First time caller. I love your show. Oh, yay. Thanks. Um, the Area 51 thing, I'm just baffled that they would announce when and where what time and everything that they're yeah. going to be there because let's let's get them enough time to prepare you know what i'm saying <laughs> you think they would do it more like a flash mob where nobody's expecting it exactly yeah. i mean come on let's just tell them when we're going to be there <laughs> no it definitely does it definitely is a problem and i remember donald trump saying that during the uh during the the um uh, election. He's like, why do you announce beforehand what you're going to do? What's the point of that? Although here's the thing, Area 51. If you want to get a million people together to do something, it's going to it's going to leak out. I mean, you can't keep a secret with four people, let alone a million. And the second thing is, it's in like the middle of the desert somewhere. I mean, you're going to see a, mil a million people all of a sudden show up in the desert. I feel like I feel like alarm bells are going to go off. Uh, Jim and Neptune, how are you, Jim? Uh, fine, great. I was calling about the half cent sales tax. Oh, yeah, the half-cent sales tax that isn't uh, going to be a half-cent sales tax, that one. 
Well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, I uh, I have nothing against, uh, you know, getting money for schools and remodeling other schools and so on and so on. But really, the half-cent sales tax is nothing but a, a penny disguise tax. That's all it is. Uh, the United States mint from like 1795 to 1865 actually made a half cent coin. Mm. Uh, but if, but if you buy something for a dollar, the tax is going to be what? A dollar seven and a half cents. Right. But it's, but it isn't going to be a dollar seven and a half. It's going to be a dollar eight. So really the half cent tax is a bunch of baloney. It's, it's really a penny. Yeah, Jim, that is well thought out. That's a really well thought out. I hadn't even thought of that. Maybe that's one of the reasons why the city council was like, eh, no thanks. We don't want. Oh, look, I didn't think, I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't think this thing was going to be a big go anyway. Because when they first announced it, we talked ad not, I mean, for like two, three hours about it. And everyone was against it. Uh, because these things are not temporary. And there was a big uh, question about, you know, who was going to be looking after the money and what was the money going to be spent on? Because $2 billion given to people for, uh, you know, what, if fixing up, whenever you take $2 billion and you hand it to a bunch of government officials and say, you know, spend it, they will. And the question is, what are they going to spend it on? Who are they giving it to? And what are we going to get in return? And I think that's what a lot of people are realizing now. There's no oversight for any of this. Doc in Riverside. What's up, Doc? Hey, man, I wish black Democrats would call out Rashida Tlaib because when she used that term MFR, that is directly from slavery. What would happen is uh, they would put a sackcloth, a sackcloth bag over the Mandingo's head and make him have sex with his mom. Okay, all right. Hang on. Yeah, we, we, no, we, no, no, no. No, we get, we get the idea. You don't have to get into an, an explanation of it. I got it. you. But, yeah, that's where they get the yeah. from. But that's where they get the term from, directly from slavery, just like Hillary used uh, the term bring the heel. That's direct. Oh, hold on. Wait, where'd you go? Slave runner. So you think that they should, that that was a missed opportunity to accuse her of using a racist terminology as well? Exactly. And I would bring it back up. You know, we need to bring it back up because one thing about your show, a lot of people are waking up because I know liberals listen. Yeah. They call in every now and then, but they get to hear the true things like this. That is a racist term directly from slavery that she used when she said MF her. Oh, I didn't know that either. I learned something. Hey, thanks so much for calling the doc. We really appreciate it. So next time someone calls me that, I'm going to tell them they're being a racist. That's what a hit dog going to holler. That's the other thing I learned from Doc. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Patty in Jacksonville. Hey, Patty, how are you? Hi. I was watching uh, Tucker Carlson last night. Okay. And one of one of our representatives, his name is Matt Getz. He's from the Pensacola area, the 1st mm -hmm. District. Someone called and left a very threatening message, threatening to blow his effing head off. Uh, calling him all kinds of expletives. And then at the end, he said, I'm coming after you. <clears throat> Excuse me. And a court in Northern California, they know who did it. They know the man's name. The court says it's not a prosecutable offense. And they're doing nothing about it. Yeah. And I'm just wondering why a Florida representative, why do we even have to go to those New York courts? And what can we do about it? Do you have any idea? No, I don't. I mean, look, I know we look. I'm not saying I get a lot of threats. Uh, most, mostly I just get people telling me I'm an idiot. But there are, you know, one time, I do remember one time I got a letter, uh, and it was from a guy. He was a former Marine, and it was eight pages, and it was single spaced. It was a lot of words. 
And uh, they sent it to the station, and the guy for the uh, guy who ran the station at the time forwarded it to me. He goes, "Hey, just FYI, I thought you'd want to know when we received this about your show." And the guy started writing, you know, like, uh, "I'm here in my base, and I'm listening to your show, and I got some problems with what you said." And he goes into like an eight-page outline of all the things that were wrong with what I said, and and how ineffective I. And I thought like it got more and more threatening. But then I was okay because at the end he wrote, "Don't try to find me. You never will." And I was like, "Okay, <laughs> I will not. I wasn't planning on it anyway." But uh, now that you've told me, I definitely, I definitely won't try to find you. I don't know. I think a lot of these people. Um, I think it, I don't know if it's not prosecutable, but it's definitely something that they should investigate. And it may even be that uh, it may even be that they pay this guy a visit. Otherwise, you know what? Look, I'm sure I'm sure you can find somebody uh, to pay the guy a visit if the authorities won't. Country John from Orange Park. How you doing, Country John? Hey, I'm doing really good, brother. Oh, good, man. What's up? Um, I just want to make something right. Mm. Um, I, I, I worked in Orange Park, but I commute every morning from St. Augustine. Okay. There's a particular gentleman. I hope you listen to the show. He drives a Prius and he was in the fast lane going slow. But I flipped him off. And I thought about it later. I probably go with this guy's apology. So I just wanted to say sorry to the man. You wanted to publicly apologize to the guy in the Prius who you flipped off for driving too slow? Yes. All right, Country John, man. If he's listening... Uh, if he's listening, Country John is is sorry. I accept your apology. <laughs> you don't drive a Prius. You ride a bike. My feelings were hurt, but now I feel better. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Country John. Q from Arlington. How are you, Q? I'm doing good, Mark. Long time listener here. Very few chances to call. Um, but something I experienced firsthand because my dad is a business owner here uh, in Jacksonville. Yeah. Is that the payroll taxes is, are really what's strangling the uh, employees? Payroll to yeah. Why? How do you mean that? What did you What did you discover now working for your for your father? Um, well, what we see a lot of times, and a lot of people might experience this firsthand, is you may get a small raise of fifty to seventy five cents, but now you come home with less money because you are now in the bottom of the next tax bracket. Right. So instead of the employer being able to give you a substantial two to three dollar you know raise when you're at the end of your ninety days because they want to keep you. Yeah. They can't because the business itself is shelling out seven thousand dollars just in payroll taxes. That yeah. was one store. No, My it's paid seven thousand dollars in payroll taxes out of one store. And the same thing happens with income taxes. So I mean, I remember the first time, like I got, you know, the first time I started becoming a little successful in radio, and I re-signed a new contract with a with an increase that was more than you know your standard two three percent. <laughs> Yes, when Josh is making it rain over here. Uh, when And I remember, and I went and I paid taxes the next year, and I was flabbergasted at how much money I had to pay in taxes just because I had been booted into the low end of the next tax bracket. And I had been, and it, I probably was at the same place, if not like you described, worse off than I was before. Hey, thanks so much for calling me. Appreciate it. Eight five five. I didn't give them, I mean, I didn't, I didn't say I want to take the raise back by any means. No, that's stupid. 855-765-1045. We got to take one more uh, quick break. No, we don't. We have another minute. Let's talk to Clifton from St. John's County. Hi, Clifton. How are you? Pretty good. How about yourself? Oh, doing good, Clifton. What did you want to say, sir? I just wanted to ask, does anybody know why none of the Republican representatives decided to make this House resolution bipartisan by uh, proposing a, an amendment to it that would not only so that it would not only condemn President Trump, but also condemn uh, Nancy Pelosi for her hateful talk about the four the four members of the squad? 
Yeah, uh, yeah. AOC herself said that it, it, it appeared to be racist. I would like to think that the reason that they didn't do it was because they didn't want to waste any more time. I would like to think that the reason that none of the Republicans in the uh, in the Congress added to this shenanigans was because they realized it was stupid and they were probably thinking, let's just get this over with so we can get back to governing. I'd like to think that's the reason. Probably the reason, though, is that they're too chicken and they don't want to stand up to the Democrats and they don't want to make waves and they don't want their names to be. They don't want. That's the problem with Republicans. Donald Trump gets a, you know, gets a resolution passed against him in the House of Representatives condemning his comments, and he just doesn't care. Uh, the other Republicans, it, it would be the it would be the in, the worst day of their lives. They would feel like their career is over, and they would be throwing up apologies left, right, and center. You know, they would be backtracking. They would do anything at all that they could do to keep this from happening. Donald Trump, he doesn't care. He realizes it's stupid. He realizes he's right. And he's going to he's probably he's probably actually excited for the next resolution. And he's in the White House right now with Kellyanne Conway and Jared Kushner and and everybody. Stephen, what's his name? Miller. And they're all saying, OK, who's next? How can we get another resolution passed condemning our tweets? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Quick break. More of the Mark K show coming up on News 104.5 WOKV. This is the Mark K Show. My name is Mark K. Thanks so much for joining us today, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, Rolling Stones, by the way, the tickets we're giving away Friday morning. Uh, we already have people that are that are planning out their um, Rolling Stones open mic karaoke contest. Uh, I guess applications or their their entries. What happens is you download our our uh, mobile app. You send us an open mic message with your name, your phone number, and you singing your favorite Rolling Stones song. We got one already. Way down inside, one more. Like that only sing a Rolling Stones song and not a Led Zeppelin song because that's not. Was that from the Rolling Stones classic album Houses of the Holy? Uh, this is the Marquee Show. Yeah, make sure you got the right. Just go to Google and Google Rolling Stones, and you will uh, and you will be able to see a myriad of choices that you can perform. Pick your favorite one, send it in an open mic message, uh, phone number, name, and like, you know, 10, 15 seconds. 10, 15 seconds. That's all we need. We'll give those tickets away on Friday. All right, let's go back to the phones. Uh, this is Dr. Bauman. Hi, doctor. How are you? I am great, Mark, and I love your show. Honestly, I love it. What kind of a doctor are you, Dr. Bauman? And thank you very much. I appreciate that. I, I work for emergency room. Oh, you are like an emergency room doctor? Yes. Oh, okay. That's great. That's great. I didn't know if you were like a psychiatrist, because if you were, I'd come by and talk to you later. <laughs> anyway, what's, no. what's going on, Dr. Bauman? What do you want to say? Yeah. I want to say, Mark, I, am a, I was a full-fledged doctor, and as you can see from my accent, I came from a foreign land. Mm. Not only months, years, but years and years, I waited in my own country, and I entered this country legally. And I suffered a lot. I passed the board. Months and years, I eat hot dogs and bread. I had no money, but I succeeded, and I am a very successful person now. Yeah. Why this Democrat, they want this illegal to come to this country and to support and to use the taxpayer money for their health care, for, for their food and everything? I know, Mark, I know for 20 years, I know Democrat, by definition, they need illegal vote 
to win the election. Yeah. No, Dr. Bob, you are you are 100% right. You are absolutely right. There's a lot of immigrants. Uh, Rocky, who we spoke with the other day from uh, New York City uh, Meatballs, he's the same way. You come here, you pay money, you wait, you do your time, you take the tests, you do it legally, and then all of a sudden you turn on the news and you see all these other people coming across the border. The Democrats want to make them citizens just by waving a magic wand for no other reason than they need their vote. Dr. Bauman, we are so glad that you're here. Thanks so much for listening to the show, too. This is the Marquee Show. Gotta go. Traffic news, weather, Rush Limbaugh coming up next on News 104.5 WKB. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks. You're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen.